Hey, everybody. Welcome to the new media show. And if I've got all the buttons pressed right, we're live. Welcome. And of course, Rob, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Todd. <laughs> so, you know, it's a, it's a lot going on today. Lots yeah. of squirming in people's seats out there. Yeah. And, <laughs> and you know, as I look at this shirt on live, this is the last time I'm ever wearing this shirt on live. It is the most ugly shirt I think I've worn. You guys want to see ugly. Look at this ugly shirt I'm wearing today for those of you that are watching the live stream. Todd, that'll get people to watch watch the video. Hey, why not? An ugly shirt on an ugly dude. So, <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> oh, man. So it's just been like, first, you know, you have, you ever, everybody has one of those days, right? You wake up in the morning and the sun is shining on your face in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. And you go, I've overslept. And I had. By an hour and 30 minutes. So, wow. yeah. So, started out getting out on the wrong side of the bed. Yeah. Huh? And, you know, didn't have my morning routine down. And, you know, I had this, you know, grab the last shirt on the rack and, you know, <laughs> jumped on the morning call. And then it's just been insanity ever since. And had client calls go long and everyone wants to talk to you. So I'm like, I'm going to go do a podcast. So you guys. And I have an interview right at 4.30, so we have a hard stop today. <laughs> but welcome. Yeah, welcome. And yes, welcome, welcome. congratulations to Simplecast. Yeah, well, and SiriusXM slash Pandora slash uh, AdWiz, right? Yeah. Yeah. So d- d- is AdWiz, does Simplecast own AdWiz or AdWiz, was that part of the deal too? Pandora, Sirius, and AdWiz all, 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 together. all together. And then they bought Sim they bought Simplecast to close the loop. Right. So they're they're following in the footsteps of uh, uh, Spotify to some degree here. So what does that mean? Are they gonna Well, I think it I mean I mean if you really think about it, um, each of these music streaming platforms bought uh, what is perceived in the market to be a simple publishing platform, right? Um, you know, if you look at Anchor and Spotify and you look at Simplecast and Sirius, I can see some commonalities of uh, platforms and their interests. The question I have is whether or not, because Simplecast is a pay, is a paid for platform, right? Yeah. Paid for podcast hosting platform where Anchor was free. Um, it's the big question is Sirius XM Pandora going to keep it paid or is it going to convert? to compete with anchor directly as a, as a free publishing platform. So I guess we shall find out. It certainly wasn't announced in the release from mm-hmm. what I could see, but time will tell. And if all of a sudden, well, but what's the play then? So let's say symbol cast says, okay, now from now on you're free. If, if, right. if they say they're free, then do all shows on symbol cast now have an obligation to Pandora, iHeart. Oh, oh, you mean Sirius and Pandora? Yeah. Yeah, Sirius and Pandora. Sorry. Right. So i I think it's it's an interesting question. You know i I think this is an interesting. It's a much bigger um, trend that's happening. I, I think in the market right now. Um, you know, these big music streaming platforms are are thinking that if they get a podcast hosting platform, that they're going to be able to, I guess, um, 
better able to build out exclusive content, I think is probably part of the play here. Well, just for the record, they didn't talk to us. <laughs> so I wasn't well, in play. Well, I don't think that either one of our platforms fits into the model that these guys, these music platforms are looking for. And that's a simple, easy to come in, publish a podcast kind of, kind of platform. Um, I mean, though I would say Simplecast is a more professional publishing platform than, uh, Anchor was. Mm-hmm. So I don't, you know, it's, but Pandora and Sirius XM is probably a little bit more concerned about quality of content since they're kind of more of a, kind of a radio related platform, I would say, than Spotify, which would be, I would say probably a little bit more pure digital. So does that make Pandora the enemy now that they own Simplecast? I don't know. It could, could be a similar outcome to what happened with anchor, right? It just becomes a a massive source of new shows that wind up moving. Um, that's a possibility as well, but I do believe Pandora and Sirius have a little different content strategy than Spotify has. So just, just from a culture perspective, right? Right. Well, I think it's too early to tell really. I was kind of, I I guess I didn't, wasn't called caught by surprise, but I was like, Hmm. So I wonder what they paid for it. No rumors on that yet. Is there? No, I haven't seen any. Well, it says here. The only thing that people are saying is that, um, Pandora media bought AdsWiz for 145 million. So I don't know. Hmm. Beyond that, in this deal, I have no idea. I would say it's at least probably, you know, somewhere between 30 and 40 million, probably. Well, I guess it all depends on their revenue, but maybe revenue didn't matter here. And I don't think these guys had any venture. I think these guys were all self starters, right? Yeah. Yeah. So good for them. In that case. But I mean, Simplecast has always been a competitor of ours, so yeah. there's nothing new about that. Whether or not this makes Pandora a competitor right. of ours is is the question. Um, and I, you know, so what if they are right? I mm-hmm. mean, it's it's no different than Spotify, really, if you think about it. Yeah. Um, and I don't, you know, it's it it's hard to say the direction that this is going to go. So here's the thing that blows me away. They made this announcement and I'm just going to show you something here. They put it on their website, not on their website, on their Mm -hmm. Facebook page, two comments, two, two comments on their Facebook page, only two. Well, right. Where are their podcasters? Maybe they, they think it's, uh, maybe the podcasters aren't concerned. If I was a podcaster over there, I'd be going, what? What are you doing? Well, you know, Pandora has been, been a little slow in adding podcasts to their catalog. So, um, well, I am I'm under NDA. I can't say anything. Well, I mean, I mean, we both are, but. You know, the, the truth is out there, right? I'm not saying anything that, you know, anybody that's paying attention would know, but 
but yeah, I mean, Pandora's been been embracing podcasting for a while. It's just they've been they haven't added a lot of shows. I guess is what I'm saying. It isn't like a Spotify situation. No, Lindsay kept this on the down low big time, as he probably had to. But right, right, right. So and Sean but, says they just saw a tweet. Twitter starts rolling out audio tweets in iOS. So yeah, that's another thing that popped today. So yeah. actually what it is, well, we'll, we'll come to this Twitter announcement in a minute, but it makes you go, well, I just, you know, Simplecast to me was probably the closest company that model wise that almost duplicated what Blueberry. I've always contended with their platform and what they built was very, very close to the Blueberry model, mm-hmm. um, which is, you know, at least that's what I had kind of considered. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know how many shows they have over there. Well, I do, but. I think it, yeah. I mean, I think it's a hybrid model between the the two of us, really. And, and as far as uh, Lipson, Spreaker, and Blueberry, right? Yeah. So I don't know, you know, and, uh, so they got rolled up, so they're off the table. Why? Right. And so you got Pandora that's got in Sirius XM that has a play. You've got anchor that has a play who's left with a, so you got Apple. They already got their own thing. So Apple music is off. So who's yeah. left? You got Amazon music. Who else do you have? Um, well, I, I was doing doing a little bit of research on that today. As far as the the various music streaming platforms that are out there, some are, and I I hadn't really researched this, but but some of them are um, like classical music streaming platforms, um, which is interesting um, out there. But yeah, there's Amazon Music, uh, Prime Music. Let's see here. Apple Music. Well, Prime Google. Music is the same as Amazon Prime. Right. right. There's there's um, Live X Live, which was which just acquired Podcast One. Yep. They're a, they're a streaming platform. Um, Live X Live is the new name for the service previously known as Slacker Radio. I don't know if you knew that um, the company that acquired Podcast One um, was formerly Slacker Radio. I think I know who some people behind Slacker Radio from a long time ago. Right. Well, Slacker Radio was based out of San Diego, so is where those were originally. So you know what it means, Rob? What's that? We both only have one more chance. We do. (laughs) That means we we only have one more chance of being acquired, and that's by Amazon. Well, there's always YouTube music, right? Maybe. No. <laughs> no, I know. I'm just kidding. There is Google. There is Google, Todd. No. <laughs> They're not going to do that play. They build I, their own. Put us all out of business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a bunch of music streaming platforms outside of the U.S., Todd. Well, they don't have checkbooks that big. 
I don't know. They yeah. have audiences that are as big or bigger. That's true. And that kind of, I was talking to, well, I can't say who I was talking to. I was talking to somebody overseas. I said, how many listeners right. do you have on your platform? How many? <laughs> yeah. Some of these, some of those yeah. platforms have over, over a hundred million users. That's right. So that's not no small number. It's actually bigger than um, Pandora in the U.S. Yeah, but not not all of them. But not all of them are English speakers too. Only about half. Right. Yeah. And yeah, and there's a couple of um, hardware makers out there that have platforms too that we don't talk about very much. Well, actually, interesting you say that (laughs) because. Really, Todd. I think I got an email today that I wasn't supposed to get. Really? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes, phone manufacturers. Hmm. I, I didn't say that, Todd. I just said, you know, equipment manufacturers. Equipment manufacturers. Well, I'm just saying I think I got an email from a phone manufacturer today I wasn't supposed to get. Really? <laughs> How do you know that you weren't supposed to get it? Because it came to me third party. <laughs> oh, leaked. Man, is that what you're saying? Uh, forwarded. Forwarded. Okay. <laughs> and I'm not going to say who it is because I'm. I don't want to invoke wrath upon maybe a small slut group of people that are in the know. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So I, I don't know. I think that, um, yeah. So, yeah. So, so there is hope yet. If you want to be, a, you want to be acquired by a big multinational, you know? Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens here, but everybody's getting in the game. Everyone loves podcasting. When are they going to start? When are they going to start? loving the podcasters well to many of these podcasters are just a means to an end right yeah they just you know it's it's content they want content they want more content right they need content i want exclusive content i was asked for exclusive content yesterday and i just laughed at the person and i said well i said yeah we can get you some exclusive content to get your checkbook out well, how much is it going to cost? I was asked a serious question. <laughs> and I said, have you heard about this little company that's gotten 168 or $170 million in investment that has exclusive content wrapped up behind its paywall? Right. And well, no. I'm like, well, uh, there's a quick Google search. You do a little Google search on Luminary. Go give them a checkout. Right, right. And Just, see and see how that works out. And he said they got a hundred and seventy million. And I said, Yep, they've only getting five hundred thousand dollars in revenue and they got a supposedly, allegedly a four million dollar burn rate a month. And the guy was I kind of heard like this guy like almost collapse on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. So everyone wants content. They want it to be exclusive content. So, well, we both know who set this fire, fire flaming wagon on fire. That's in the right. That was Joe, Joe Rogan. Can, right? Good for him. And I hope the podcasters are, you know what? Someone comes, 
Rob, we talked about it before. What would be the number for us to go exclusive on a platform? Better add some zeros there. Better add some zeros. That's right. <laughs> and then the hell with everybody. We're leaving. We're going private. <laughs> we love you, but I love cash. Yes. <laughs> and I know, hey, guess what? That's for a podcaster. If they score a deal, good for them. But, you know, I think so far, what do we have? What are, what, what are, we, what are we doing? Now, as podcasters, we should be concerned. And I don't want to talk bad about Spotify. Don't want to talk bad about Pandora. Don't want to talk bad about Sirius XM. But this is classic big boy media play. All right. It is. And they are, boy, I'm going to piss people off. They are monetizing on the backs of independent podcast creators who are getting shit. Right. Yeah. Majority are getting nothing. And then what they're going to do is, yeah, hey, I'm a podcaster. I want to advertise this. Else, no, I'm just going to go advertise on Spotify. I'm going to go advertise on Pandora, which may do rev share. I'm going to go advertise wherever else I'm at. And then maybe you'll get a nickel. Right. But I'm going to keep the majority of that money. Yeah. More and more of these platforms are wanting to do all the ad sales against podcasts. Right. So, so you know what that means that, and, you know, I hate to say, but the, the whole targeted ad thing is a little bit behind this to some degree. Right. So if, yeah. You know, yeah. These 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 platforms have the ability to get their users to to opt in, right? So to being being tracked, right? Because of how things are structured, these platforms can can do that, right? Yeah. And if the advertising shifts over to advertisers buying podcasts on these big platforms, then guess what? They can do all the targeting in the world they want. Right? So what happens when podcasters wake up and realize that they are being treated no different? than music artists are. Well, they're on music streaming platform. Okay. Expect, okay. Right? I'm, so yeah. I'm, so yeah. I'm opening up a turd here. <laughs> so when podcasters wake up to that and say, okay, take my show off Spotify, take my show off Pandora. If you get enough of those podcasters to do that, take me off those platforms. But will they? Or are they going to are they going to accept? Because don't be Well, it gets back to what podcasters want, right? Todd? Mm -hmm. Don't they want attention more than money anyway? Yep, probably. Yeah. So the man is going to fill his pocket with million dollar bills. While the independent podcast creator is going to get thrown some crumbs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that could be the direction this, this, this heads, you know, but, 
you know, supposedly with targeting Todd, they, they can get higher CPMs though, right? That they keep. That they keep. That they keep those revenues for. They keep. That the podcaster doesn't get jacked. Have you heard Pandora talking about? They're not advertising against podcasting supposedly yet. Yet. Someone's yeah. going to break the seal. I actually had this discussion this morning. This morning with a major non-U.S. entity asked me about monetization around podcasts. Right. right. Ask me what our podcasters are going to say if we monetize around our, this content. Just do it without involvement. Okay. Right. Yeah, they're just going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to have a podcast tens of thousands of podcasts and they're going to play ads in between every podcast and monetize right. and, and no rev share maybe. Right. But the problem is how do you send someone 50 cents when they do a 90, 10 administratively, how do you pay the podcaster these micro payments? I mean, as long as podcasters are focused on, the most important thing that they they uh, value is audience, right? And many shows don't have any, don't care. Shows have ads in no. it or monetized or anything. So down deep, prime, most down deep to be that the, they're primed to be taken advantage of here. Down deep, most podcasters wish they could monetize their show, but they haven't been able to build an audience to do so. Right. Right. So. I don't know anyone that probably wouldn't take some money for their work. Right. Well, some shows. Maybe not, but. Don't. Don't because they're promoting something right, else right. that they're making money on. Right. They don't want to cloud the message, as they say, um, or take the risk of running it an ad that's not favorable to their reputation or their brand. Right. So that's. That is a little bit of a limiting factor there, and that, but that's also a factor that should concern podcasters too. Because if they're on these platforms and people are uh, platforms are doing this without your knowledge, you don't have any control over what the what the ad message is that's running before your content. So at least Pandora didn't get too far along before they bought someone, and their directory didn't get too big. We didn't help them grow to fifty thousand shows before they stabbed us in the back. Ask me how I really feel. <laughs> hmm, I wonder if the audience can guess who you're talking about, Todd. <laughs> and I like the guys over at Pandora. You know, yeah. so. Oh, yeah, I do too. You know, and at least they're thinking about RevShare. Well, I think Pandora is a, is a little more thoughtful about this. I, absolutely. I, so, right. you know, I, right. so, you know, I bash them in one hand and kiss them in the other. Right. right. So. I think they, they've definitely um, done their research in the market. Uh, I think they've, they've learned that um, there are certain things you just don't do. Um, well, I would have said, this is one thing you don't do. <laughs> what is buy a, buy a, Podcast hosting company. That's right. Todd, or don't, is it don't buy it. Buy yours. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Right. Yeah, so. I didn't say that, Todd. <laughs> <laughs> well, they never talked to us, so like I said, we weren't oh, okay. we weren't even in the running. <laughs> okay. So did you hear that uh, Radio.com is saying that it's the fastest growing digital audio platform in the U.S.? Who? <laughs> Radio.com. Oh, okay. That's the claim so they it's, made? It's grown by 6 million users um, in, in May. Well, considering that their closest competition is iHeart, I would hope that they would be growing considered the product over well, there. They're the second largest radio group in the country, right? Behind it's, yeah. So let's see here. Let's bring up their website. And iTunes U oh, hang on. Uh, is being discontinued by the end of the year. I don't know if you heard about that. But. How many podcasts do they have on radio.com? So let's. Well, Lipson has a distribution deal with them that you can submit your show over there. They're doing a little look here. A little looky loo. Yeah, my show's not over there. Not? No. Hmm. Let's look here. You got to do like five clicks to get to the play button. Oh, you can't. Yeah. Two, three. Yeah, at least five, almost five clicks to get to the play. So. Yeah, that's a viable solution. <laughs> so well, they do have a good, uh, you know, submissions process. I mean, you can get into their catalog on, within a couple minutes. So it's, well, it's I, good on that side. Yeah, I haven't seen where that actually is at. Not on their home. It's not on their web page. No, I mean through through Lips anyway. You oh, your, through Libsyn. Right, right, right. Hey, Todd, did you also see the, I believe it's some, the Edison Research was showing that um, one out of five U.S. podcast listeners have paid or donated money to a podcast. I'd like to see the, the delta between donate and paid. Right. Well, paid is kind of the same thing, right? Well... Uh, or is it a subscription? It's, well, I don't know. It says, in- says 19.7 million people are willing to pay for podcasts. Well, is willing, what, ha- that does mean have. Or does well, it? It says 17% um, have paid or donated. This have is, this paid is, or donated. Yeah. This is survey data. Though. If 17% of my audience would have paid... Um, I would, that, that would be life-changing. Well, we, we'd have a, we'd have a studio the size of Leo Laporte here. If 17% of my audience paid or donated. Right. So I think that's a, I think some, I, I, that seems high. Maybe not if they've made a donation once. It doesn't, it said, um, it says that they plan to in the next 12 months. Okay. Well, one, one in five say that they plan to in the next 12 months, 
either donate or pay for a podcast. All right. Is that now because of Joe Rogan? It's <laughs> a very good question, Todd. That's true. So what drove that, you know, what drove that number? I think it's still a little premature to be applying research like that to Joe Rogan, but um, well, if you want to listen to him commercial he's free, not on, really moved anywhere. Yet, yeah. So, right. 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 Um, and it also said, you know, James and pod news said that, uh, uh, the tune in is eight times larger than your stats are telling you. Um, Did you see that? All right. Let me find my spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> So it means instead of two tenths of one percent, they're <laughs> eight times. They're point one six of one percent. <laughs> well, Todd, that that's actually a you know if you look at the percentage no point zero one no 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 point zero zero one six right not point zero one six point zero zero one six versus point zero zero what well wait. wait. Yeah, point zero zero two. Yeah, I think it's the the number is I think for each percentage point of market share of uh, listening in a podcast app, I think is equivalent to a hundred million dollars or something like that. But <laughs> no, impossible. <laughs> Just pulled your leg. Um, supposedly, James's evidence here about this is that there's some user agents, right? That are that are have not been properly configured in the TuneIn's platform to identify them um, that is racking up numbers for podcasts that are not ad- adequately being tracked on all of our platforms, Todd. Did, did you know that? All right. So let me go back here. I got to find it. All right. I have, this is one of those screens I can't show. All right. right. So let me count down. Now, who are we talking about? TuneIn? Tune in. All right. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Twenty, one, two, two, three, two, four, two, five. Oh, let me just find a damn thing. I mean, I do know that a lot of people go to tune in to, to get radio content. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to download this and I'll tell you exactly where tune in was for. Uh, um, well, there, there, James is saying that there's different user agents uh, say we saw downloads from TuneIn users with a lot of default user agents like the Alexa media player, uh, uh, Linux, Android, XO player, Lib, uh, lots of Android download manager, all these ones that are not identifiable specifically to TuneIn. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks kicking my butt because I have this in my Slack channel here. All right, let me move you over there and open with. So TuneIn is on a lot of different platforms like smart TVs, car dashboards, to to the Amazon smart speakers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. That's why there's a huge amount of different user agents that are um, potentially being used to deliver TuneIn related content. So I was sucked over here on another screen. 
And I know a lot of our, you know, I mean, yours as well as ours, we do have like quite a number of downloads that go into a bucket called, you know, other. Okay. So I've actually got the number here. So okay, in May, tune in. Actually, it's not bad. They were, at least on Blueberry, 0.13. So they were 0.13% is what they were in May. Tune in played. That's not bad. Not bad. Not bad at all. Bad and at and all. they were actually in the, uh, I have gone down here again. One, two, three, four, eight, seven, eight. But the question is. About the top 40. They were in the top 50. Pandora was 0.11. The question is, is is that data that you have there related to any of these other user agents, I guess? Well, I asked Angelo to question. Yeah, I asked Angelo to look into that to see if we were. Let me see if there's any more tune in. No, there's not. So in. Yeah, and for those that don't know what a user agent is, it's basically what a, a computer uses um, to identify themselves when they make a request uh, f- between servers, so it can be identified. Right. So, so if a play request comes out of a certain device, that device will communicate what's called a user agent back to the hosting service, and we actually are, record that data in the database. So. So give you some comparison here, Rob, on TuneIn. Uh, Amazon, let's see here. Amazon, Alexa is at 0.47%. So under 1%. And oh, TuneIn again, 0.13. So they're not at 1%. They're at 0.13. So I just, so we're clear. Yeah, I was right before. I read it wrong. So tune in is at 0.13. Alexa is at 0.47. Firefox, the browser, breaks, um, at least on our side, is where actually someone gets into 1%. 1% or higher. So I apologize for giving bad numbers here. All right. So at tune in, so let's so if tune in radio was at zero point one three, and it is eight times larger than zero point nine three or something like that. If 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 uh, Fridlin is right, Alexa itself is at zero point four seven. Yeah. You want to know what the the lowest rank? device was and now get your pencils ready ladies and gentlemen at point zero 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 one two two at point zero zero yes at six zeros one two two the palm web os palm pre came in <laughs> At, at really, is that like two guys in San Francisco that are still uh, using their palms? Is and that that's a th- that that's a three hundred. And if you want to know what that is, 
So someone wants to do the math, that's about a 300 million sample rate. So about 300 million downloads for the month of May, a little more. I'm not going to tell you the exact number. 300 some plus million downloads for the month of May that we measured. Palmwell, and so, hey, Rob, you want to know what Zune for Windows Phone 7 was? Hey, what? What's that? Same thing, 0.0000122. Hey, it's still relevant in the podcast space, Todd, Zune. So there was, there was three, uh, five of these that came at the same percentage. Zencast, MQQ Browser, Samsung Smart TV, Zune for Windows Phone 7, and Palm Web OS bring out the bottom six. Wow. At point zero, yeah, one, and then wow, there's now. some serious technology laggers going on there. <laughs> <laughs> but Google TV is shameful too. Google TV still exists. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and there's again six zeros point zero 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 three six seven. Remember this? Oh, we've got all kinds of crazy stuff in here. Stuff that apps that were came out in two thousand five that are still being used. Oh boy! Yeah, it's 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 amazing. You know, remember Miro, M I R O. Miro. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's not as bad. That's only point zero 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 one seven. <laughs> oh man! So it's a little fun here with numbers, but uh, right. Um. Podcast Attic came in at 5.87. Chrome Desktop came at 4.19. Chrome Mobile came in at 3.81. Overcast came in at 3.04. Castbox 2.67. Stitcher Radio 2. Point, Stitcher Radio for Android 2.45. Uh, another Pocket Cast. Uh, well, no, Pocket Cast came in at. Uh, 1.88. Spotify for Android really sh- one globe uh, was 1.46 for us. Really low. Spotify for iOS again low. So we're not seeing any type of uptake like you guys are seeing on Spotify where you guys are seeing 13%. We're not seeing anything. No. Close. I think it's more down to like nine, nine and a half now. Yeah. So. Our total grand total is less than three. Mm-hmm. We're on a 300 million sample. Yeah. And Apple keeps going up. Oh yeah. Too. Yeah. It continues to rock. Let me right. give you the number. I have to add in some numbers here together. If we look at. When you look at the total, total yeah. distribution of all Apple across I'm just, all the other third party apps. Too, yeah. I'm right? just, I'm just looking at, um, the app word sitting it's actually apple's you know we figured apple was going to be close to 50 some percent the end of last year and we're running about uh i'm probably missing one here let me look make sure i'm not missing anything about 56 percent what we're running at right now so anyway boring you with with stats here yeah todd did you hear about the president of singapore is has demanded an apology absolutely comments made in a podcast absolutely yeah but you know initially when i reacted to that i thought it was someone had something said something about him but it wasn't 
if you read the story, it was the podcasters had talked bad about women. Yeah. And right. he said, told them, you need to apologize. Now, remember, Singapore is a country where you can get whipped by a cane for chewing gum on the street. Right. <laughs> they have very clean streets, I might add. And yes. I wonder why. <laughs> so, you know, it's, again, I don't know the full details because I didn't read the full article, but all of three of them have profusely apologized. Right. So yeah. I'm, I'm sure they have something on the books there about disparaging people or something, considering the, the way the country is. Right. And a lot of countries have that kind of stuff too, where you can get in trouble for, if you are a foreigner in some countries and you talk bad about the government, oh, stand by, you can get deported. Right. Or worse. Right. Or worse. Right. Yeah. In some countries. Yeah. So it, uh, it doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Now you were going to say something about iTunes U earlier and you kind of skipped over it. Yeah, I guess, uh, iTunes U is going to get shut down. It, it, it was, a an area in iTunes going way back to the early days, um, of the podcasting medium that had a lot of, you know, universities like Stanford would publish a bunch of, uh, class videos and, and a certain amount of podcasts were put into iTunes U that were more on the educational side. Well, Apple, a couple of years ago announced that they, that they were going to be shutting iTunes U down. So in some ways this isn't a lot of news and what they told, the educational institutions is to start putting all their content into the podcast area um, and out of iTunes U because they were going to shut it down. So I guess Apple has finally made an announcement um, after giving hopefully enough time to all of these educational institutions to shift over to podcasts uh, that they're going to sh shut it down by the end of the year. Hmm. So, and it's, it's part of the iTunes you know, um, software on windows and, and Mac. And as we know, that's kind of been going away too. So as Apple's been putting out new, new versions of their applications. For those of you that want to be on radio.com and are not a Libsyn customer, you go to radio.com forward slash podcast dash submission. That's the form. Right. So it's, yep. there you go. You want to be on radio.com. So anyway, thanks for uh, Akamai. That's a very alert listener of this show providing. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Ah, I'm just, you know, I'm still, I, I, I heard nothing. To, it was almost crickets today. And I just keep going back to this simple cast thing. Nobody's talking about it. No one's talking about it. It's, it's crickets. And I'm like, whoa, what does that say? The average podcaster probably doesn't care. I know that probably Rick Savoy and a few of our other longtime podcasters we're dealing with, they're, they're, you know, they're probably up in arms and it's the end. I'm not saying Rick's saying that, but it's the end of podcasting. These commercial entities are coming over and taking over. It's the end. We're not going to go down that easy, Todd. So it's probably due. We're probably do have, uh, he's going to have to wear his bulletproof vest. 
Who is? Our friend from Pandora. Oh, Mr. Lindsay. Lindsay, you want to come on? Come on down. We want to talk. Come on over. Join us. (laughs) We have a few questions for you. Just a few. It might make you uncomfortable that you might not be able to answer. (laughs) (laughs) He's he's pretty forthcoming. Yeah, he is. And we love Lindsay. Right. Of course, he's got to be given a hard time here. It's just part of the game. But, Nothing personal, right? But I, if if I had sold to Pandora, oh, you would have gotten the wrath. It would have been no, no. My, I, I would have said, Rob, we got to cancel the show because I would have had five thousand emails to respond to. Oh yeah, from podcasters. Well, it. I don't know what does that say about Simplecast customer base. Maybe they're all emailing them direct, but the, so, you know, let me, let me go on, t- let's, let's go on the, yeah, on, on, on Twitter. Twitter and see what anyone's saying. Maybe it's all over there. I thought I'm on the Daniel's website. Uh huh. Tr- trying to look at what's going on. There's 1,203,000 podcasts. Interesting. Valid podcasts. Okay, so here's the announcement. They made it four hours ago on their website, even even though the news came out this morning. So we got some news. We're so excited. Join forces with Sirius XM, AdWiz, and Pandora Music. Exciting things coming. Really? 18 retweets, four comments. Wow. And let us, let me look at those comments. Amazing. Amazing. Bill Murray holding up a, a awesome. So they've had four people respond. Now, I, w- I, would, I, I would, I would, I would cry. I wonder if they had come out and announced that Pandora has acquired Simplecast, if there was, there would be a different reaction. Maybe people aren't linking Sirius to Pandora. Yeah, but the and press serious re- to podcast either. So l- serious actually isn't really a podcast listening platform. So let's go over and look at the serious. Uh, hang on here. Let me back up. Ah, and knucklehead. Need to do this again. I'm failing as a podcast host here right now. You are? Yes, I am. So Evo Media, uh, Evo got more response than the uh, Simplecast folks did. Now let's look at the SiriusXM Twitter feed on their announcement. Hmm. I can't even find, I can't even find it. (laughs) Yeah, it looks like TechCrunch wrote an article on it. Okay. So maybe no one cares. I I don't even see anything on the SiriusXM website about this. So, well, they did put out a press release off a of PR Newswire, but they didn't even tw- they didn't even tweet it. That's right, and and Pod News is the one that put it out. Shocking. 
Well, minor acquisition then, I guess. And then AdWiz posted a... Yeah, I saw a, something from AdWiz, yep. A press release about it. Yep. The Hollywood Reporter looks like they did an article on it. So, what does that say? Well, I mean, is, is your concern that there is an excitement about it or that they're not getting bashed for it or is it what's your thoughts I on just I'm what we should should be seeing I if I was a podcaster over there I'd be blazing stuff what's going on what's capping now what do you do next but everyone's just kind of like oh okay cool on we go no change here nothing to see Maybe all those podcasters think it's great for them. So Sean says, maybe Simplecast customers for you, they're going to get an exclusive pipeline into Sirius XM, so they're all happy about it. Well, right, that's yeah. true, too. Yeah. But yeah, what? I, what's, I mean, I think it was a, it's a positive announcement. I mean, it's certainly not. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's positive, you know. Anything negative about Simplecast or no. any of them? I think I'm it, just surprised like, that there's not just, more right, buzz. It just validates the medium once again. Right, right. 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 So, so, you know, I would just expect if I had announced something like that, that the user customer base would have lit us on fire asking questions. But, you know, maybe that's not how they communicate over there. Maybe they're not, they're not out there like us. Yeah. That's actually a good. Good point, Todd. I'm not sure. I mean, I've always had the impression that the Simplecast team was pretty was pretty concerned about community and wanting to. They've been pretty aggressive in the market. So. Yeah, I would. That's and then, as far as I know, they got a pretty loyal community. It, you know, it. Right. And that's not. Hey, it's good for them that they do. And right. maybe that, maybe I just don't know where they're, maybe they've got a forum or something where there's a main amount of, maybe I'm just missing where their main communication point is. So, Right. I mean, they're, they're clearly a, a, a paid platform. Um, their basic plan is what, $15 a month Yep. or $13.50 a month. And their essential plan is $35. Yep. Uh, and their growth plan is $85 a month. So it, it'll be interesting to see if they stick to um, a paid model or if they're going to take Simplecast and go free. free. Right. <clears throat> so Simplecast does have a free 14-day trial. You can get no credit card required. So I don't know. I just... I'm the type that when you see acquisitions, which are exciting, I would expect a lot of excitement, a lot of PR. I would expect a lot of announcements. I'd expect right. a lot of conversation about it. So. Yeah, I think one thing that's interesting about their, their model is that they, on their, their basic plan, they have a, a, a cap of 20,000 total downloads per month. And on their $35 plan, they have a cap of 50,000 downloads per month. 
So that would be across all of your archives and everything based on that. And then their $85 a month plan has a cap of 120,000 downloads per month. Hmm. So it doesn't say, you know, a bit rate or length. Um, I, they're not one of, of those that change of, the media once it's uploaded, are they? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know I, I'm not sure, but they don't, they're not basing it based on how long your content is or, or, you know, what the encoding bit rate is or anything like that. It's just straight downloads. Yeah. So, which is a simpler model. Yep. And I think it's smart, actually, in the bigger picture of things, to have a cap on downloads per pay payment plan. Because that, that's where we both, I mean, that's where the industry has kind of struggled a little bit, is how do you get podcasters that become popular to accept the fact that, you know, if they become really popular, they're they're going to be costing some money and bandwidth. Mm-hmm. And making that cut over, right? I mean, I know you probably had those difficult conversations before too. Yeah, with a few. Yeah. You know, and, you know. Here's the thing, though: it's we. If you are a non-commercial show, I've got right. non-commercial shows that are using lots of ter. Uh, well, lots of terabytes. Right. Lots and, and lots of bandwidth. Lots right. and lot in their non-commercial show. They we let them ride. Right. And if they if they're a commercial show, now when you say commercial, you're talking about once they start running ads. Is what you're saying, and and I, saying? and I and I, I will go to their website and I'll look at everything. I you know, and it's it's you know sometimes it's I very rarely have to have an email to somebody because usually by the time someone's moving that much, they're already talking to us because they know. But right. but you know I I don't yeah. look I don't even look at downloads I look at the traffic can move, you know, and sometimes. Come, yeah. Cause that's a factor of, of bit rate and right. how long the show is. But if they're running a couple of ads in their show and they're starting to sell merch and that type of stuff, then I, you know, I'll, I'll say, Hey, let's, let's have a, let's have a chat, you know, but one or one or two of those a year, maybe. So I'm very, very careful about that. We're, I mean, you, you got to be moving a lot of traffic to get my attention. Yeah, I'm looking at the Simplecast um, frequently asked questions area, and it says, do you run ads on my podcast without my permission? It's the Q&A question, right? Mm. And in Simplecast answers, nope, not a single one. Your content is owned by you, and you alone, Simplecast, does not alter your audio yeah. in any way. And, and and when and how you monetize your show is entirely up to you. Sean says Simple Hat Pass has a private Facebook group with almost one thousand members. I'm not a member. I am a member of their group, and uh, so yeah, I saw the four posts today, and again, very little reaction. So yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to uh, yeah. To the team over there? Yeah. Welcome to the uh, the Pandora family. And congratulations on getting paid. I hope you got paid big. Yeah, right. Right. I mean, I think that they built a nice platform and a nice, yeah. nice, nice set of tools fairly rapidly. I, I don't know how long they've been around. I sometimes 
somehow I remember something like maybe 2014 or something mm-hmm. was when they started something like that. I could be wrong on that. Yeah. So what else is going on in the space? <laughs> what else? Yeah. Gotta be something else. There Tom. is. And I've just, you know, today has been one of those days where it was like. Hold in 10 different directions. Well, I'm, I'm doing a couple of webinars tomorrow. Oh, for that's the, right. The, the podcast Academy. So there's been a lot of favorite things going on about that. We're trying to get ready the the website at the podcastacademy.com uh, is getting more details added to it all the time about membership and how to become a member and and that's going to kick off here on June 22nd. So and then you know let the race begin. Oh, I know what I wanted to talk about. Well, anyway, so that should be a good session and. Yeah. Uh, good information and make sure you get me the sign up link i didn't get it from the last episode so we can get it in the show notes tonight okay so people can and sign up for the webinars yeah. tomorrow. actually there's one at uh what is it uh noon i'm just trying to remember the top of my head right now but go, go, go ahead and talk about something else and i'll pull it up here really quick and just make sure i get the times right so about two years ago i had some discussions with reuters mm-hmm and uh, they were talking about being making audio services available to podcasters. And we talked quite a bit about that with them. Right. And then it just kind of dried up and went away. I figured they had abandoned their initiative. But today, uh, what was announced, maybe not today, but uh, yeah, yeah, today it was announced that they have Reuters has unveiled two new audio services, right? A rights cleared real time and archived audio clip service with almost a half million audio clips and now available for use in podcasts in Reuters ready audio, a curated package of news stories voiced by Reuters journalists. Both are available by subscription at Reuters connect and individual clips may be available to purchase later. Uh, you can hear some examples in uh, in the Pod News video, uh, in the Pod News uh, mm-hmm. podcast. But mm-hmm. um, I talked to these folks uh, quite a bit about this particular service before. Mm-hmm. Um, the pricing, at the, and I don't know what the price is now. I haven't looked to see what it's going to cost. But the price before was way out of the range of most podcasters what they could afford i think it, and i think that the uh, ap folks have talked about similar kind of product too yeah so um let's see if we can find out how much yeah you know, there's just you got to call for access of course they're not going to put pricing on the website um right see, yeah they do, do they say if they don't um let me put up the web screen here yeah, so Reuters Connect. And this is a great place to get content. If you're looking for content for your show, if you're doing a history show or something like that, and you want, you know, the, mm-hmm. you know, something from a news, you know, like, the, you right. know, Franklin D. Roosevelt announcing the start of World War right. II. And, you know, years that, and years ago. Right. Yeah, right. you can get yeah. all this stuff. You have to pay. Right. And um, what's well, what well, is video and audio, pictures, graphics, all that. Stuff, yeah. Right. So I think what they've done here is that they've just made 
they say audio services, Reuters Audio, Rice Clear Real-Time Archive, and Reuters Connect. So uh, what else can I find out? Is there anything I can find out here? You know, yeah. It's just another form of a, like a clip service. Clip service, yep. I, mean, yep. I mean, those have been around for a long time, especially on, on network television. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you ever watch like CNN or whatever, and they, they, they play file footage of something, it's either from CNN's file footage or they get it out of some database somewhere uh, that takes clips from all of the cable channels. So it's a similar type of service. Um, right. And, and I know that the AP has talked about doing this too. I don't know that they've ever rolled it out though. I'm not sure. Um, but I was thought I wanted to mention the, the webinars for tomorrow for the podcast Academy. Um, uh, the first one starts at 12, um, noon Eastern and 9 a.m. Pacific. Um, and the second one is going to be at 3 p.m. Eastern and, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific. So, so do, doing hours. this, doing the same one twice. Yeah, exactly. Three hours apart. Yeah, if you can send me the links, I'll make sure they get in the okay. in the show notes there. You can go over to thepodcastacademy.com, right? Get over there and get yeah. access to it. Yeah, it's yeah, it's thepodcastacademy.com forward slash page forward slash webinars with an S. Yeah. So that's that's how you sign up for it. So anyway, and so it's all free. It's all free, so you don't have to pay. You don't have to pay. Not pay an entrance fee. You get to see you get to see uh sexy Rob and who else? Um, our executive director, Michelle Cobb. Okay. So you and Michelle will be on yep. and open forum, open questions. So please go over there and harass him. During, please do. Yeah. Come on over. You know, throw, throw digital tomatoes if you want, <laughs> whatever you want to do. So yesterday I have to tell you something. We sent out our, our newsletter and, uh, about five minutes after it goes out to 80,000 people. Mike sends me a text. He says, Hey, they got the webinar link wrong in the newsletter. Oh no. <laughs> For a webinar starting two hours later. Oh no. And, uh, so all I did is put in our marketing Slack channel, the link <laughs> to the wrong. webinar was wrong <laughs> and no, no, you know, no, no three letter words or anything in there. And it was crickets. <laughs> it, I would imagine. It was yeah. crickets. And, uh, so I put out like this emergency Facebook group post and everything. And so we still ended up with a good group, <laughs> but we had like 20 tickets come into swore saying, Hey, th- that link is wrong. <laughs> right. So, you know, w- doing newsletters is something where you got to have like three eyes on it before you press send. <laughs> it's so easy to miss something. And yeah, yeah it's just, and then there was, Oh, if you get a chance to read our newsletter, Rob. <laughs> uh-oh, uh-oh. There's, there's two, two things in the newsletter. Okay. And I, no one has called me on it yet. But there's something in there that is blatantly incorrect. <laughs> uh-oh. uh-oh. And, I, and I said, I, in our, and I'm kind of outing myself. I said, who wrote that? <laughs> who edited hmm, that? I, did, I that, did not, I did not write that. Oh, okay. So I went to the Google doc and I opened up the, you know, you can track the changes of the right. doc. Right. And I went down that section. There was, 
no changes. I'm like, how did I write that? <laughs> it was just one of those. And I'm looking at that when anyone, like if you would have read it or someone would have read it, it'd have been like, that number looks a little high. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, oh, it was a number. It was a number. Oh, okay. oh that number looked a little high. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> so not only did someone put the link in wrong, I wrote a sentence that was really wrong. <laughs> so anyway, just uh, you, you just you do the best you can and you have the copy editors go through and 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 I actually my copy editor said she said I thought that kind of looked right, but you wrote it, so I assumed it was correct. <laughs> wow. I said, please, if you see something again that that uh, tweaks your like you know, uh, you know, if you get one of those, please, you know, comment, is, is this number right? <laughs> hey, Todd, I, I, I just found an article in Fast Company uh, at fastcompany.com. I'll read the uh, title to the article and see if you can guess who, who they're talking about here. It says, Podcasting's Best Listener launches his own podcast about podcasting. <laughs> it's is on, this peak podcast? I'm not done yet. Is this peak podcast? Oh, read that again. Read that again. Okay. Podcasting's best listener launches his own podcast about podcasting. Is this peak podcast? Question mark. This is the podcaster, new podcaster. That wanted to advertise on this podcast. Right. Advertise the launch of, of this his podcast. show on this podcast. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Did you read what? Okay. Why don't you read the title of his show? Uh, the title of it is Servant of Pod. <laughs> I'm not quite sure what that's supposed to mean, but servant of pod. That's right. Covering all things pod culture. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that this medium was called pod. Did Did you get the memo on that, Todd? Servant of pod. Servant of podcast. It's better than the name I heard they were going to call it. <laughs> yeah, not much, probably. They changed the name. Uh, because I had responded to the PR person, quite frankly, if you remember the email. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the audience, anyone, anyone guess who we're talking about here? I know there's people listening. You guys, we've, we haven't said the name yet, but someone in the comment section, I'll give you guys, I know the stream is about two minutes behind. I'll give you guys, a, and if you heard the news already, it's cheating. So um, if, you, if you haven't heard any special news about a new podcast from an individual today, can you figure out who we're talking about? So I'll okay. leave it there. We'll, we'll announce the, the individual's name here in a second. Yeah. I haven't listened to a show. Um, Mike said he was going to go listen to the show to see what it was. But the first two interviews are out. And, uh, so we are giving lots of promotion here. We're, we're probably giving more promotion than what they would have gotten if they'd have paid for it. <laughs> yeah. It's just the point of it, right? 
Yeah. Yeah. All right. So no one has responded. So who it is is Nick Qua. Right. It has his new podcast out today. So. Yep. Anyway. So, so the article s- s- starts off with this. Uh, it's safe to say there is a podcast for just about anything. Sports. Uh, every single one. Daily news. Got it. Gardening. Huge. Middle-aged. Hyper beast into John's. Um, and then it it has an ad, and then it goes. Nick Qua has covered pods has covered pods of all stripes for most of the past decade. His r- reviews and columns appear in Vulture, and he's been a publishing hot pod newsletter on the business behind the medium since 2014. So now we now he's launched his own podcast. Someone says I'm lost. So uh, anyway, it, Martin does. I'm just. The stream is a little bit behind. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Mike said Nick, too. Yeah. So, anyway. Sean says, tell them you'd take their ads if they renamed it Servant of Todd. No, that's not going to happen. <laughs> Just a slight change <laughs> to the name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, breaking news, Rob. Yes. I just got an official email from someone that wasn't forwarded to me. From the beginning of the show, remember I told you I was forwarded an email? Right. Yeah, so okay. I just got the email directly, so. You did? <laughs> I'm not under NDA yet. Oh. <laughs> so you can say something. I but then No, I am, I am not saying anything. <laughs> 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 Withdraw that offer. Participate. <laughs> right, exactly. You're now um, cut off. You're Todd. out. You're out of here. You're out of here. Yeah. So Martin said, I read his newsletter. So Martin, the thing that we, the reason we have fun about Nick and you know, Nick is covers the bubble. He covers Boston, New York, and a little bit of LA, but he has not once in the history of his podcast writing talked about Libsyn, Blueberry, any of the other hosts. He has this bubble that he talks about. And so he doesn't cover everything podcasting. He has this, he has his, his people that he talks about. And that's, is that fair, Rob, what I just said or. Yeah. And he's, he freely admits to it that he, he doesn't um, cover the, the whole podcasting medium. He just covers the, you know, that, that, uh, like you say, God, it's kind of, you know, it's certain players in the medium. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's not always clear, you know, who's in and who's out, right, uh, on that. Um, but, you know, I guess that's up to Nick's biases or choices. Uh, so that's just, and I, and I that's just what, the facts, and he'll, yeah. he'll tell you that, too. So, it, you know, it, it is what he is. And since, you know, since he covers, he asks people to pay $7 a month, whatever is for his newsletter. And I would happily support the newsletter at $7 a month or whatever it is, if he actually covered the entire space and he doesn't. So, and and he's a good, he's a good writer and he seems to, you know, in, in his beat, in his, yep. He, he, he definitely does a amazing job of uncovering things. So it's not entirely to beat him up here. We we just, you know, he's, he's been fodder 
for a, for while. a while. We have a lot of fun. And, right. you know, and, and I don't think I've ever met Nick personally. So, oh, uh, you haven't? Yeah, no, yeah, I don't think so. Yeah, I've talked to him on the phone once, and I met him in New York once. So, oh, oh, oh Todd, I want to also mention that Mr. Dave Jackson uh, put out a, uh, a book. How did he find time this? to write a book? Uh, he, he did, though. His book is Profit from Your Podcast, Proven Strategies to Turn Listeners into a Livelihood. Oh, good for him. It was, it was released on July 27th. Is I this guess. his first one? Or, or it's going to be released on July 27th. Oh. Is that his first book? I believe so, yes. Well, good for him. That's, you know, yeah. you know here's the thing about writing a book. It's hard. Oh, it's hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's hard. You well, know. yeah, I think, Todd, back when you uh, wrote your book, um, I believe probably from about 2006 to about 2009, there was a big flurry yeah. of podcasting books that were all written by a bunch of different people. I was actually brought in to get involved in the writing of a couple of them. Um, didn't wind up doing that much with them, but yeah. I think there was like maybe a half dozen or a dozen different podcasting books that came out back in that time frame. You know, and here's the thing. But you were the first. <laughs> and, you know, thank God I had a copy editor and a technical editor. Thank goodness. Um, so here's the, here's the simple thing about writing a book. You want to write a book? I'm going to be honest. God straight, straight up. I never, I was not, I'm the guy that got the D's in English class. And if you're reading the stuff I write straight up that's not edited, you can see why. Got the gift right. of gab, not the gift of rap and uh, of writing. <laughs> and even my gift of gab isn't that great. So an outline. That's it. You got to write right. an outline. Right. And once you write yeah. the outline, if you spend two weeks on an outline, right. the book is wrote. You can write the then book. It's from just there. filling in the, the blanks. Just right. filling in the blanks, writing the paragraphs for. And I think when I wrote the Do It Yourself Guide for Podcasting for Wiley, I think I had a seven page outline. And once I got right. the outline done, the book just wrote itself. That was the easy part. The hard part was the outline. You get the outline done. If you're writing a, like a book like Dave's just done, if you write an outline, you can't start writing. You have to write an outline because you're going to move stuff around and. Get you it. have to structure your yep. flow of data. Yep. I mean, really, right down to it. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Uh, hey, Todd, Mike. I found an article on a subject, and it, this, to give full credit, this was a link off of Pod News, but this is a question I get asked all the time, Todd. It's um, should you launch your podcast with multiple episodes? So I'm sure you and I both have similar response to this, but I'm, I'm curious what it is. Um, you know, it says do do multiple episodes at launch guarantee success. No, this this writer. Uh, I get a lot of questions from people confused about whether they should launch their podcast with multiple episodes. As always, and I always say the best option for your podcast is the one that makes the most sense for your audience and your content. Eh. Um, if it's dropping multiple episodes, great, go for it. But you're doing it because you've read so 50 articles telling you that you should do, but what should you do? No. Right. I, I thought I agree with you hundred percent. Start, start off with a, a preview episode and then launch with one episode. The only, and I have a reason for that. So do you, right? the, the only thing I would say 
as a maybe is if you are doing stuff that is going to require, let's say you want to do one a week. Right. And you need to be a little ahead. Then do two or at the max three. No, no. I think the big question is it's not producing them. It's hosting them. Oh, one. One. Episode zero and one. Because if you lose, if you do one, two, three, four, five, ten, they're going to get episode ten. They'll never listen to episode one. Yeah. Well, and that also, um, by doing that, even pre-producing too many episodes in advance, I think you're you're locking yourself into yep. a, a a model that five episodes into you may not like. That's right. Uh, as far as content creation model, what I'm talking about here, yep. not distribution it has nothing to do with distribution. It just means that what you'll find after the first couple of episodes, you're going to change stuff. Um, and it may be minor, it may be significant, but once you've pre-produced five or six or seven or 10 episodes yep. in advance, you're kind of locked into what you uh, thought was going to work and maybe it didn't. So episode yeah. five will not sound like episode one. Episode 10 will not sound like episode five and episode 50 will not sound like right. episode 10. Right. And what I see a lot of people do is they'll, they'll go ahead and produce a bunch of episodes and then they'll say, well, after episode two, I changed my format. Guess what? Can't use all this, all the work I just did. That's right. right. That's I've seen that happen a lot. And people quit because of that. Right. right. It just, you know, but it's hard to communicate that to somebody because there are books out there. There oh, are consultants. Masterminds. That will come out and say, oh yeah. You gotta have, five to 10 episodes because people are going to come in and they're, they're going to binge on your show and you're going to miss out on all those downloads. That's always the argument. And actually it's the opposite. They're going to listen right. to episode five. They're not going to listen to episode four, three, right. two, one. And then they're going to listen to episode six, seven. But what do we but know? I, we don't know anything, Rob. We're the old guys. Well, I mean, but it is true. I mean, if you're putting out, let's say maybe a serialized story, um, you know, I mean, you are seeing examples of this happen like at Amazon or whatever, where a TV series will launch with their whole season, mm. right? And people will just go through one after another and watch all of them on like a binge kind of thing. I guess if you have a serialized, like maybe a drama or a short, um, run type of podcast, maybe it does make sense to do that. I don't, I, I don't know, but then you're not playing into the subscription models right. that a lot of people like to play into. So, Rob, uh, we do have a hard stop today at 4.30 because I have an interview directly following. But uh, Mike said it's Dave's second book. First one was More Podcast Money. The new book is a rewrite on a real publisher. Oh, okay. So, but still, oh, anyway, okay. Re regardless. Okay. okay, well, that's good, when good you, information. When I you, didn't know that. When you do a rewrite, it's like writing a whole new book anyway. So, Right. True. Yeah. Can't believe we're already at 4.24. Hey, happens every time, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just been, uh, I, I tell you, are you ready for a vacation, Rob? I'm always ready for a vacation. I need a vacation. Well, at least <laughs> when we would go to events, there was a little bit of, you know, fun, but uh, you know, it's like I, you're all cooped up. I, I can't, right? you can't go anywhere. The right. state of Hawaii is still requiring people that are flying in to do a 14-day quarantine all the way to the end of July. So I was thinking maybe I'd go home July 1st to Hawaii and, you know, get 
you know, I don't go to the beach, but at least I can go eat sushi and some other things. Nope, right. nope, 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 nope. Can't, can't even do that. Can't even huh? do that. So, you know, I keep looking at other places and yeah. Yeah. When they do open up the country and other countries, those mm-hmm. have been, you know, obviously there's a lot of people out of work. Those folks are being wanting to go back to work because they've had a forced vacation, but I'm, I'm ready for a vacation. Uh, I shouldn't complain. I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm just, I need a vacation. <laughs> um, Todd, I finally got my, uh, my camera all dialed I, in. I, it's not. I noticed this off and on. What was right. the story with it blinking? It was accidentally set on uh, like a demo mode, so it would <laughs> default to demo mode and shut off. Well, that's and actually, your color looks pretty good. Yeah, yeah. it looks decent. Um, yeah. you might want to yeah. mix up the color behind you a little bit, just a little bit, you know. Right. That's I know you point. like Coke, but you know maybe see. <laughs> No, there's only one Coke sign up there now. There's not. Two, okay, so. you're missing out though on a huge opportunity, and uh, and and yeah. I and I would take advantage of it too if you did it. What what's that? Putting a big Libsyn sign behind you. Oh, uh, there yeah. Because if as soon as you do that, then aha, uh-huh. <laughs> I got the power of the monitor. <laughs> <laughs> Todd, I've, I've tried to be respectful yeah, we, of our we, we relationship. Both, we both have. As competitors in this space. And keep it all about the content, That's not right. about the promotion. Yeah. Right? Yep. And we, you know, once in a while we do a little promotion, but very little. Right. <laughs> yeah, I so, need to shave next. Oh, I. I need to shave. So I shave on Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday. Really? Is that like built into your phone calendar? <laughs> right. You have to, no, because I know it's a show day. I, like need ring, sha- I need to shave. I need to shave my. Time? I know I need to shave my head. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> I hadn't thought about that part. That's that's actually a good part. Yeah. Good it, I can go about one day before then. It's second day. Then it's it gets long enough. It starts looking weird. So it is higher Stubble maintenance. Time. It is higher maintenance. I go through more razors being bald. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Martin, you're right. Mm, sushi. Yes. I want, I don't want Michigan sushi. <laughs> I haven't quite found a place yet that has, you can eat sushi in Michigan, but you know. Right. Uh, at least it's not coming out of Lake Superior or something like that. So. <laughs> <laughs> and Robert says, I'm getting my website revamp. Congratulations on that. Martin says, yeah, you're pretty old, TNR. I'm still learning from my mistakes since 2006. Hey, Martin, we're all learning about our mistakes. We make mistakes on this show every day, so don't, don't worry. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're all, we're all in this together. We're just all so we a bunch are, we're of. We're all learning. We're, we're all learning all the time. And you know, the best thing is there's no rules. We can make mistakes. We're not worried about being on radio. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Todd. I want to get on radio again. No. You want to get on radio again? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Oh, I was going to say, my God, let me come over there and smack you because we, we'd have to be in a format. <laughs> I spent many years in a format. Yeah, huh? format sucks. It is so down, I, down to the second. You know, that's a good thing. And you know, when I go on radio and do that, it drives me crazy. I look at that clock and there's 52 seconds left and you know he's breaking. 
and you got to get in what you're trying to say and you, you're on a thing and you want to go and you want to go and you go and you have to stop. Yep. And then you're, you're like, or someone tries to break in the last 30 seconds. It, radio suck. It does. It's like, uh, it basically stop, Todd. Oh, right there. Stop. What, it's time for us to stop. Oh, we're almost, yeah, we're in your clock. Yeah. So I actually, we are, we're at the end here because I've got a hard stop. So talk about radio. The only reason hard stop and I've got to interview at 435. So, all right, everyone, it's Todd at blueberry.com at geek news is my Twitter address. Uh, on Twitter at Rob Greenley, two E's on the end and, um, Rob Greenley.com. And if you want to send me an email, send it to um, Rob G at Lipson.com and go check out my webinar tomorrow uh, by going to uh, the podcast academy.com. It's actually going to be happening twice tomorrow. So, and if you're watching, go to, or listening, go to newmediashow.com, get subscribed to the show right there on the website. We're on all the normal podcast platforms as you would imagine. And right. we'll be back here with you on Saturday at 12 Pacific, nine eastern and actually uh, i'm not gonna be oh. able to make it next week oh no this, show on saturday this saturday because my daughter you know it, her son is having a birthday party oh, so well have fun grandpa so yes no show on saturday we'll be back with you uh, i think a week from today so right so that's okay we've been giving you lots of content you guys can get caught up on everything so if that's 90- right this is a break for you that's how to look. Yeah, right. break for me too as well. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of our our family. And we'll see you uh, next week then on the right. new media show. Everyone take care. Okay. Bye. Bye.